This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. And now we are going to bring in the man behind the filibuster and also trying to keep this issue front and center. Andrew Shear is the conservative leader. Hi, Andrew. Good afternoon. How are you holding up? Well, I uh, was in the house last night till about two in the morning. I'm now actually in Toronto, uh, uh, planning, uh, attending some uh, meetings and events that uh, I've had planned. Uh, but uh, I've been checking in lots with the team back in Ottawa. And just one more reminder, this can all end as soon as Justin Trudeau decides to let Jody Wilson-Raybould complete her testimony and tell the rest of the story as it relates to the corruption scandal. Uh what do you think about, uh, do you think that this issue is going to remain uh, top of mind for Canadians, or do you think they are starting to move on? I think that it's absolutely going to stay top of mind because the story uh, keeps evolving. More and more details keep coming to light. And the reason why it's captivated attention from Canadians is because Justin Trudeau stands accused of undermining our justice system, of violating the principles of the rule of law, the idea that everyone in Canada is treated equally, that the well-connected and powerful don't get a special deal because they know the right people in Ottawa. Uh, you know, the, the fact that so many people have come to Canada fleeing countries where powerful politicians abuse the rule of law, abuse the justice system to reward friends and punish enemies. Uh, th- that has caused great concern among the Canadian people, and I don't believe they're going to let Justin Trudeau get away with it. What do you make of the C- CEO of uh, SNC-Lavalin's remarks? He said he never uh, brought up uh, the issue that jobs may be at risk if they did not get the deferred prosecution. Uh, my take on that is that, well, maybe he didn't, but, you know, I bet his lobbyists did. Well, uh, in fact, that was a bombshell. That was a bombshell that has rocked uh, Ottawa. I can tell you when that when that video surfaced, uh, Liberal MPs in the House looked pretty gloomy. They were already feeling pretty shameful, having to spend around uh, their time around the clock covering up for Justin Trudeau. And now, when the main point of Justin Trudeau's excuse for breaking the rules and applying that inappropriate pressure was basically blown up by the man in charge of SNC-Lavalin. I mean, his quote was, 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 was so condemning of Justin Trudeau. He said, he was asked point blank, where did they get that idea from? And he said, I don't know where people make that stuff up. So clearly, this was a fabrication. Uh, I believe that it was something Justin Trudeau said to Jody Wilson-Raybould to get her to do his bidding. And if that's true, if he knowingly told something to, ju- to, to the Attorney General that was false, that could very well be a crime. Providing false information to the Attorney General in order to change the course of justice is covered by sections of the criminal code that speak about interference in the course of justice. You know, we're, we're looking at situations south of the border is a good example, and uh, countries around the world led by dictators where they, they interfere, they, 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 they get judges and, and attorneys general to, 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 to change the rules or to grant special deals, and now it looks like it was try, it was attempted to happen in Canada. Thank goodness some strong, principled people stood up 
to Justin Trudeau. What do you think of the CEO's comments? Now he's saying, oh, my stock price is getting so hammered that now I'm vulnerable to a foreign takeover. Does that uh, move you? Well, you know, I'm more concerned about the, uh, the the workers. I'm more concerned about the uh, the principles of fundamental justice, the, the the integrity of our democratic institutions. There are market forces at play all the time. Uh, the the officials at SNC Lavalin have said that they've got billions of dollars worth of contracts still on the books. Most of their employees don't work in Canada. Uh, they they uh, they have reduced their footprint in Canada over the years. I I I think what happened here is maybe maybe you're right. Maybe some government lobbyists from SNC Lavalin put uh, to, you know told a tale to Trudeau and his his uh, officials in the Prime Minister's office, and they caved. They folded like a cheap suit. A little bit of uh, fear-mongering and a few threats from a powerful corporation, and they went running to the Attorney General trying to do everything they could to change the course of justice. I believe Canadians deserve a Prime Minister that's made of stronger stuff than that. Uh, You've come under fire for immediately calling for uh, Justin Trudeau's resignation. Uh, How do you respond to that? Well, I believe every day that goes by, my, my position has been validated. Uh, let, let's never forget that Justin Trudeau stood up in front of 35 million Canadians the day the story broke and said something that wasn't true. He misled Canadians. He was asked point blank about these allegations, and he said that they were completely false. He then went on to say that at no time did he even put pressure on Jody Wilson-Raybould. At no time did she ever bring her concerns to him. That has been proven to be false. He now admits to putting pressure on her, but now is trying to hide behind the bizarre excuse that she experienced it differently. Well, what does he have to say about the fact that he told something to Canadians that just wasn't true? I believe that the office of Prime Minister needs to be occupied by people who have a higher threshold for ethics and accountability. And as the story unfolds, as he uses and abuses the power of his office to shut down investigations, to silence his accusers, I believe he demonstrates each and every day that he has lost the moral authority to hold that office. Where does this go from here? Well, uh, we're going to continue to use the tools available to us. But in reality, Trudeau has only really shown, he's not moved by principle, he's not moved by by logic or the power the power of ideas. He's moved by political consequences. Uh, that's obviously what drove him to interfere in this court case, anyway. So I believe that now the ball is really in the in the hands of Canadians. When Canadians express their outrage and put that and and, and express that to liberal politicians and 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 the prime minister, I believe we may be able to force him to make a move to allow the testimony to be completed. So I'm hoping that Canadians will contact their member of parliament. Tell them that they're not going to stand for it. Tell Justin Trudeau that our courts, our justice system, our democratic institutions belong to Canadians, not the Liberal Party of Canada. Okay, Andrew Shear, thank you so much for this, and uh, I hope we can chat again soon. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. 
Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.